This is Anchor LA, a podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Grenades Wednesday, the 9th of May, 2018. Google is in the middle of their popular I.O. event, where the debut of new tech for the upcoming year is announced and tested. Among the new features Google is implementing into their world is Android P, the next flavor of the Android smartphone and tablet operating system. Google, however, also debuted technology which was not necessarily expected. If you, like most millennials, don't like talking on the phone to make appointments or reservations, there's an app for that. Google Assistant is now rolling out a feature which, once you input your appointment needs or booking desires, it will call your desired venue, such as that fancy French restaurant, your local barber, or your car repair shop, and with its artificial intelligence, hold an actual conversation with the server, hairstylist, or mechanic, and attempt to set up an appointment for you. Once confirmed, you will be notified on your smartphone. Google also announced Smart Compose, which is supposed to assist in email writing. Using a glorified auto-predict, the topic of conversation will be detected by the AI, the Google Assistant, and suggestions to your sentences will be pre-filled if you so desire. Continuing with technology, segueing right into the next segment, Google also wowed the crowd at their I.O. event yesterday as the new Google Maps navigation was debuted for those who walk, and perhaps those who bike. The feature implements Street View in the navigation screen to assist in how to proceed in case GPS or the compass is slightly unpredictable in large cities with tall buildings. Google Keyboard Gboard, is getting Morse code support as an accessibility feature. The automated self-driving car Waymo is getting closer to an official rollout with automated taxi services being tested in Arizona already. Google Lens is enabling users to take photos of important documents and convert them to PDF, take photos of recipes and make lists based off of the ingredients listed, and Google News is also getting a makeover with what seems to be an interface that everyone will see, because as Google puts it, having a productive conversation or debate requires everyone to have access to the same information, which in Google's words about the new Google News platform, everyone sees the same content in full coverage for a topic. It is, according to Google, an unfiltered view of events from a range of trusted news sources. Google is also focusing, as they say, on the tendency for technology to be addicting by adding evening mode, which turns off the screen colors at a preset time, activating something called shush, which allows the user to silence all noises and lights during times such as meals, and enabling a dashboard which shows how long you've used any given app in a week, with options to limit time in that app. Google calls this digital well-being, and while it may help with certain aspects of phone usage, there is really no replacement for pure, disciplined self-control and a sense of true priorities.
1989, a man and his dog began a journey into the hearts of millions of people across the globe. A man and his dog made out of moldable clay. Wallace and Gromit debuted in 1989 as a stop-action animation in the United Kingdom. The laborious animation module consisted of moving the clay models one tiny bit at a time while taking pictures in between, then stitching the photos together and running through them very quickly, a sort of motion picture was created and a 3D effect animation was born. The series centered on Wallace, a good-natured, eccentric, and cheese-loving innovator, along with his companion Gromit, a silent yet loyal dog with a strangely human-like intelligence. Wallace was originally voiced by the actor Peter Salas, but starting in 2011, Ben Whitehead began the task. Gromit, the dog, always remained silent, communicating only through the means of facial expressions and body language. Wallace and Gromit, according to many, epitomized British culture, being very fond of cheese, especially Wensleydale and crackers. One of the most memorable features of the earlier short films were the ways that Wallace would attempt to wake himself up and get ready each morning. With a sort of Rube Goldberg effect, a chain of mechanical events would launch, often literally, Wallace right out of bed and ready to go, at least in theory. Wallace and Gromit animations have been enjoyed by numerous viewers over the years with even a feature-length movie featuring the comedic duo made in 2005. In the biblical book of Genesis, chapter 22, we read one of the most shocking stories found in all of the Bible. God told Abraham to take his son, one day Isaac, and sacrifice him as an offering. Now, when God speaks, you obey, and Abraham did without question. He led his son up the mountain and laid him on the altar. But just as he was about to kill his own son at God's command, God stopped him, and instead he provided a ram for the sacrifice in Isaac's place. Now, this story can be a stumbling block for many as they try to fathom and reconcile the gracious, loving God that they read about in other parts of the Bible with this very same God who it seemed asked a man to kill his own son for a sacrificial offering. But we have to remember in this story that a very large part of the scenario was to show what Abraham valued most in life. Did he value his son more than his Lord? Abraham needed to answer the question, do you love Isaac more than the Lord? Or do you love the Lord more than Isaac? In the same sense, the sincerity of those today who claim to love God is tried from time to time. Matthew 22 tells us that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Jesus was so concerned that we have our priorities right that he made this radical statement in the New Testament book of Luke chapter 14. If anyone comes to me, Jesus said, and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Christians must love Christ so much that by comparison they will seem to hate their families and themselves. 
a question we have to ask ourselves is, do we love God above all things, even family, money, job, stability, technology, or country? To make it clear whom we serve above all things, God might, and sometimes in a very intense way, ask us to renounce the various demands from domestic life, family, or things, and instead ensure that we order his will and affections first in our life. And that kind of immediate, unquestioning, and essential obedience, which is what Abraham displayed, leads to blessings from God. Not necessarily material blessings, but always spiritual blessings. Jesus was the perfect example of this, and he was fully man as well as fully God, so he did not escape ordinary pain and hardship while on the earth. He experienced all of it. As the suffering servant, like we read in Isaiah 53, Jesus learned completely what it means to obey through agony and hardship all the way to his crucifixion. Hebrews chapter 5 documents this, and as a result, Jesus Christ was exalted by God his Father. Philippians 2 tells us that Jesus humbled himself and was obedient to God even to his own death. And so for this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Sometimes God directs our obedience to his will right through trials and hard times, but when we are faithful to his word and to his will, those difficulties, those hardships, will instead instill the value and the appreciation of God's many blessings and the knowledge that God reigns supreme. He is our God, our Lord and Master. No one else, nothing else, can even begin to compare. May we pray that our priorities each day would stay in line with God's, that we would desire God's will above all other things, and that the things of this earth would grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.